we live in a pretty lame nightmare dystopian future. Honestly, I was expecting at least an aesthetically cooler dystopia, where our rulers would at least wear cool uniforms and have neat-looking technology to keep us under their thumb. Instead, our rulers either wear surgical outfits or expensive suits, and foolishly stand in front of $24,000 freezers filled with $13 pints of ice cream, and tell us that we need to listen to the experts on how to live our lives going forward, and that we may need to give up on cultural traditions like handshaking, even when the crisis is over because it's too dangerous. But using hookup apps to fornicate, according to these maniacs, is probably okay. That's the class of experts we have to rule over us, and it's kind of annoying. Several subscribers sent me a link to the latest round of truly dumb expert would-be tyranny from Harvard, and it's directly applicable to much of my audience today, at least my American audience, which still has some natural rights left that haven't been usurped by the global lodge government. The issue at hand is homeschooling, and one Harvard professor had an astonishingly bad take on homeschooling that is almost breathtakingly out of touch with reality. Let's dive into this, as well as to one great reaction I saw from the mainstream media of all places, whose tiny establishment conservative wing got something right for once. Our story takes us to Harvard Magazine Online, with this gem of a headline, The Risks of Homeschooling, and it's written by a creature calling, presumably herself, Erin O'Donnell. She opens her article lamenting the fact that 3-4% to of American families choose to educate their children at home, instead of letting an underpaid, essentially bureaucrat do the job for them instead. She then brings in her secret weapon, an expert. I'll be using a couple of lengthy quotes in this video today to really show the point the authors of the article I'm citing are trying to make. So fair warning on that. Here's the first. Quote, Yet Elizabeth Bartholet, Wasserstein Public Interest Professor of Law and Faculty Director of the Law School's Child Advocacy Program, sees risks for children and society in homeschooling, and recommends a presumptive ban on the practice. Homeschooling, she says, not only violates children's right to a meaningful education and the right to be protected from potential child abuse, <laughs> sorry, but may keep them from contributing positively to a democratic society. We have an essentially unregulated regime in the area of homeschooling, Bartholay asserts. All 50 states have laws that make education compulsory, and state constitutions ensure a right to education. But if you look at the legal regime governing homeschooling, there are very few requirements that parents do anything. Even apparent requirements such as submitting curricula or providing evidence that teaching and learning are taking place, she says, aren't necessarily enforced. Only about a dozen states have rules about the level of education needed by parents who homeschool, she adds. That means effectively that people can homeschool who've never gone to school themselves, who don't read or write themselves. In another handful of states, parents are not required to register their children as homeschooled. They can see, simply keep their kids at home. This practice, Bartholus says, can isolate children. She argues that one benefit of sending children to school at age four or five is that teachers are mandated reporters. <laughs> required to alert authorities to evidence of child abuse or neglect. Sorry again. Teachers and other school personnel constitute the largest percentage of people who report to Child Protective Services, she explains, whereas not one of the 50 states requires that homeschooling parents be checked for prior reports of child abuse. Even those convicted of child abuse, she adds, could still just decide, I'm going to take my kids out of school and keep them at home. End quote. Won't someone think of the children? These people are so tiresome and yet so hilarious. 
A great response to this drivel came from Forbes magazine of all places. After taking Harvard Magazine to the grinder for misspelling arithmetic in their original article's artwork, it has since been fixed or I'd show it to you, Mike McShane dismantles their stupid argument in short order. It's a lengthy quote, but worth getting into. Quote, As Milton Geither chronicles in his wonderful book, Homeschool in American History, academic scholarship has recognized multiple ideological strands within the homeschooling community for more than 30 years. Whether called pedagogues or ideologues, as socialist Jane Van Gallen did in her groundbreaking 1987 article in the Urban Review, or inclusives and believers, as Mitchell Stevens did in his fantastic 2001 book, Kingdom of Children, or open communion and closed communion groups, as Geithner himself did, there has always been a group of homeschoolers broadly understood to be on the left who see as homeschool as a romantic place of liberation from the soul-crushing grind of standardized schools, and a group broadly understood to be on the political right who see homeschool as a location to convey their values and maintain their close-knit family in a culture that seems, pardon the pun, hell-bent on tearing it apart. Lazy stereotypes of insular religious homeschoolers are also easily disproven by a cursory look at the data. In 2019, the National Center for Education Statistics published results from a survey of homeschoolers who found that the number one reason for homeschooling was not a desire to provide religious instruction, that came in third, or even a desire to provide moral instruction, that came in seventh, but rather a concern about school environment, such as safety, drugs, or negative peer pressure. Number two was dissatisfaction with academic instruction at other schools, end quote. So for the record, my wife and I plan to homeschool our children, not to necessarily impute religious values on them, though we'll be doing that, of course, because in my mind, family catechesis is something that all parents should be doing, not only the homeschooling ones. We'll be homeschooling our kids because the schools don't really teach much of anything anymore other than ideological programming with, with less than passable literacy and math to go with it. I mean, you should see what people think about American history these days. Graduates of public schools now are more likely to believe in some grand conspiracy of history about this dark force that binds the universe together and oppresses women, and that this force is used by men to their advantage like some Jedi or Sith from a Star Wars movie. This force is called the patriarchy, or bigotry, or pale privilege, or whatever the end vogue hate-mongering label that our rulers use to try to control the masses this week. It's hard to keep up with it all, but it gets back to my original point. We're being ruled by experts, and they don't do a remarkably good job either of holding onto the narrative they've crafted for decades, especially during the current crisis, which is resulting in many of these narratives suddenly just falling apart. An essential flaw of O'Donnell's argument is in the Harvard article should be rather obvious. As my audience is largely Catholic, I'm certain that many of you thought of this as well. She cites teachers being mandatory reporters for abuse, but as any reasonably faithful Catholic will tell you, one of the most dangerous places you can put your child is the public schools. We defend the church and its terrible, terrible response to our own problems by pointing this problem out all the time. The rates of abuse of children in the public schools is truly astonishing. A peer-reviewed study in the National Home Education Research Institute's journal by Dr. Brian D. Ray found that an estimated 10% of students in public schools get subject to quote-unquote sexual maltreatment at the hands of school personnel. 10%. That's on top of the relatively few students who then experience this treatment by their parents. The public schools are notoriously the most dangerous environment for children for this kind of abuse. Yet the experts dare to lecture parents on this issue at all. The arrogance is breathtaking, and Harvard got annihilated on social media for this piece. 
which is just fine by me. But let's return to the Harvard article because O'Donnell reveals her true reasoning. I'll let her speak for herself. Quote, In a paper published recently in the Arizona Law Review, she notes, meaning her expert that she quoted earlier, that parents choose homeschooling for an array of reasons. She finds local schools lacking or want to protect their child from bullying. Others do it to give their children the flexibility to pursue sports or other activities at a high level. But surveys of homeschoolers show that a majority of such families, by some estimates, up to 90% of homeschooling families, are driven by conservative Christian beliefs and seek to remove their children from mainstream culture. Bartholay notes that some of these parents are extreme religious ideologues who question science and promote female subservience and whole white supremism. End quote. And there it is. O'Donnell never defines for us what she means by that label, which I had to play with the pronunciation of for what should be obvious reasons, and she never really says what she means by religious ideologues. But I'll give you a hint. She means you and me. That's what she means. She hates the fact that parents who choose to homeschool their kids want to preserve their children's faith as much as possible. She hates that they don't grow up hating themselves. She hates the fact that the parents want to actually exert a positive influence on their lives. Knowing full well that the child will have to make the choice in life to continue to follow their faith traditions for themselves, but want to give them the best shot as possible to do so, which increasingly means shielding them from frankly satanic propaganda that has no basis in reality. And I can tell you for a fact that the public schools and even the most conservative parts of the country push the same propaganda as well as the places in the most liberal parts. This goes back to the purpose of public schooling that the earliest reformers had in pushing their changes to the American system of schooling. Men like John Dewey and others, who saw the education system as a managerial system for producing future citizens, and that schools should strive to craft the minds of pupils into the ideal citizen. Given the bent of our technocratic rulers today, the same kinds of people who want to ban handshaking and gardening during the crisis, the same kinds of people who restrict your rights without a second thought, you can imagine what the ideal citizen looks like to people like this today. I plan to go into this further in a future video I've been planning on the state of Catholic education in the West in general, so watch for that. I personally am not surprised by this turn from Harvard, and I doubt you are either. Harvard is one of the schools known for educating future members of the ruling class, and as we lack a ruling class with any kind of virtue, the tone of that one of these technocratic rulers taking like this shouldn't be surprising. It isn't to me. But, you know, I want to know what you think, so please let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube or seeing this on Gloria TV or Facebook or someplace like that. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.